0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303, Episode 56. I'm your host, Jermaine Colomendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morihan. How are you doing this fine evening, Nick?
1: Just skippy. It's a, we're actually moving into the, the the greatest time of the year. I, we've been doing this now for about a year, right? We've been doing, doing this podcast for about a year.
0: First episode was May 1st.
1: So there you go, right? So, and... and you know, baseball spring training started two days ago. Uh, the Rockies are already in midseason form. They got beat ten nothing by the Dodgers. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a great. We're we're moving into you know February, uh, or we've moved through February, right? Then we're moving into March, and and really one of the greatest times of the year. You know, we get March Madness. We get the NCAA tournament coming up. Then the then opening day than uh, hockey and, and NBA playoffs. So it, it's uh, we're, we're starting to get real excited. And, and Lulu's excited too.
0: Yep, always.
1: Always Sec- excited.
0: This is such a good time in the year. Opening day, so awesome. March Madness, so awesome. And then NBA is really racing towards the finish line of the season, so it should be pretty interesting. Yeah, it um, yeah, should be pretty good. I'm looking forward to
1: it. Yeah, so on this on, on on this week's episode of Room Three Hundred Three, uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the big signing in the NFL. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about how somebody in that big signings uh, current division isn't too happy even before the signing to be playing in the division. Uh, we are going to discuss a little bit of Champions League. We'll talk about uh, Tiger Woods. Uh, introduce a new segment as a. Uh, opposite to find them and cut them, We'll get into that later. And then our main topic is going to be Jermaine and I will fantasy draft the NBA All-Star squads. And, and I want to propose something to you, Jermaine, with these All-Star squads. Do you want to do a bit of a, a, a game with this, a friendly wager with this?
0: What do you mean? How do you say? Propose it. So,
1: when we have the, – in the All-Star game, we total up how many points our team gets and then whoever has the most points wins, obviously.
0: And how are we scoring points? Just actual points?
1: points? Yeah, actual points.
0: Actual points. Yeah. All right, fuck it. Let's go. You
1: want to put a C-note on it?
0: Bro, we call it pizza money so the people at home don't know.
1: That's right. Well, well, it, well they don't know what a C-note is.
0: Yo, so the other day I was drinking – and I was talking to a what? Of, I was talking to a buddy of mine. Uh, shout out, E, no longer a fan of the pod. Uh, Doesn't even listen, you loser. But we were texting, and I was like, "Whole, I, I we made a, we made a wager. I took Durant, Kawhi, Steph Curry, and LeBron to win the chip, and he got the field." And it was he got two to one odds, so we put a hundred on it. So I pay him two hundred if I lose.
1: Kind of seems like a bad bet on E's part.
0: Yeah, he said, "Fuck it." It's just it'll, it's more to make it interesting, and the two to one odds kind of, you know, kind of made it that much more. fun. You
1: suckered him in, didn't you? You yeah, son of a bitch! Oh, you're such a con man. <laughs>
0: I'm such a smarmy man. You were like,
1: you're like, hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa! I know this offer isn't lucrative enough for you what if I give you two to one odds? And he was like, cha-ching. His eyes lit up like the Mr. Crab eyes. He said, yeah. cha-ching.
0: He went Scrooge McDuck on me. The, the dollar signs rolled into the back of his head. That's, so, that's what it was. So we made we made the bet. And then as soon as we're making the bet, I was like, holy crap. You know why it's called a C-note? And he was just like, nah, why? And I was like, because is in roman numerals is a c and it's called a c note because of that and i was just like i never realized that yeah never realized that dude so introducing the
1: new segment revelations with jermaine yeah shower thoughts with jermaine shower thoughts with jermaine so (laughs) we'll, we'll start you guys off with our trivia as we always do And our trivia question, as I said, the main topic of the show is the NBA All-Star squads in our fantasy draft. Who leads the NBA with the most all-time All-Star selections?
0: And the answer is, so there was some big news coming out of Phoenix, Arizona this week, Nicholas Chachahan.
1: Technically Glendale, right? the antiquing capital of the world
0: that's semantics it's like hey where did you grow up you don't say glendale you say phoenix arizona bro
1: (laughs) we've we've i mean we've we've talked about this and i don't know i don't know if you remember this but american dad had a really funny bit about do you know where mesa is
0: yeah i used to live there so yeah
1: and people were like no i don't know where mesa is this is all on american dad roger goes you know where mesa is and people are like no and he goes okay i i live in phoenix (laughs) (laughs) it's a pretty 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 funny bit it's accurate
0: but that might be the only funny bit on American dad
1: oh watch your ass (laughs) watch your lips all right so yeah so they're big big news coming out of Glendale with J.J. Watt signing with the Arizona Cardinals two years 31 million 23 million guaranteed I'll tell you what I what I instantly thought my my instant reaction to this Jermaine was before any thoughts, I thought Green Bay, Cleveland, Tennessee, uh, the Saints, those are all contenders that J.J. Watt could have gone to. Why did he pick the Cardinals? And I laughed and I said, what an idiot. This dude's just chasing a payday. Like, he's getting, you know... And then I and then I then I looked a little bit deeper into it. He's not really getting paid that much, right? They said some offers were in the realm of what? 16 to 18 million dollars for JJ Watt per year. He's only getting 15 and a half with this deal, 23 million guaranteed like I just said. And Arizona basically until they fell apart in the last, you know, four games was dominating the NFC West. I don't know if for those for those listeners out there and I know Jermaine's gonna make this point because he thinks that you know, and, and, and I I agree with him in our NFL top one hundred, we had a hard time not ranking Chandler Jones higher because he is such an underrated player. And the last time J.J. Watt was paired with another end like Chandler Joy, He's actually never been paired with another end like Chandler Jones. But the last time he was paired with an end that even sniffs the air around Chandler Jones, I'm talking about Jadavion Clowney two years ago. The Texans were one of the best teams in the NFL. Almost beat the Chiefs. You remember they were up 24 nothing. the Chiefs, in a playoff game. And J.J. Watt you know, was a, a dominant uh, edge rusher. So after giving this some thought, I love this deal.
0: Uh, I mean, I was never against it, but as a man, as a, you know, somebody told me that reports where he was wanted a ring. Um, this team isn't as close as other options were. Now, with that being said, he is now second fiddle to one of the to not one of to the most underrated defensive end in all of professional football, and that man's name is Chandler Jones. You couple that with Isaiah Simmons, who was just drafted last year, who now gets to play roaming middle linebacker because he's got two savages in front of him causing mayhem. And you have one of the best safeties, if not the best safety in professional football, on Buda Baker in the back end. So now, you know, Patrick Peterson's kind of struggling, so they still need to solve what they've got going on with the cornerback. But you've essentially got elite talent at all three levels. And that's what you want on defense, right? And you just surround him with other sort of culpable players, right? And here's here's the thing. Uh Houston Texans West just took a big leap in that division. Russell Wilson wants out, Jared Goff and Matt Stafford swapped. Rams are already cap strapped as it is. Uh the entire San Francisco 49ers team is recovering from ACLs, and you know how that goes. It's always the year after the, the comeback year that those players really get back to form. So that could be another down season for them. This, this division, even though it's one of the tougher divisions in football, is pretty wide open. And to answer your question as to why he picked Arizona... JJ Watts words himself were he texted Kyler Murray saying the reason I chose Arizona over the places that were paying more, IE Cleveland and um, green Bay, Cleveland and green Bay offered him more money. And he told him that I came here because I believe in you. That was his text to Kyler Murray. So, As far as this goes, you just got a former three-time defensive player of the year (laughs) and a man who faces doubles and triple teams on a regular basis and still puts up stats for 15 mil at one of the most premium positions in football. And the 49ers proved it. If you can get after the quarterback, you can mask some of your deficiencies on the back end. Now, jury's still out. We'll see what happens, but Arizona is sitting pretty, and it's got to be feeling pretty good about themselves right now
1: yeah you you mentioned you mentioned russell wilson before we talk about his request russell wilson is already the most hit quarterback in the nfl over his nine years and now you add jj watt to a division that already included nick bosa aaron donald and chandler jones i mean he like Russell Wilson I would not be surprised if this if this JJ Watt is the straw that this JJ Watt signing is the is the straw that broke the camel's back. Now, he stated publicly through his agent that he did not request a team. And then there's this funny little three-letter word that we love to that we love to nitpick. But but if he did if he were to be traded if the Seahawks were malevolent enough to trade him he would entertain a, t- a trade to these four teams: Chicago, Oakland, Dallas, and New Orleans. Woo! I could realistically see three of those. I don't think Dallas is a realistic option.
0: Yeah, I think I think he just wants to play in Texas for some reason. I can't explain why, but yeah, I don't. think Is Dallas Sierra is
1: from player. Texas?
0: I don't know. Let me Where's let, Sierra me, let from? me look it up for you real quick. Keep going.
1: Yeah. I I also don't see like I don't I, I don't see really I mean Drew Brees needs to announce his retirement or say he's playing again. Like that 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 is I, why they've waited this long. I don't know. Do you have any insight on why Drew Brees has not said anything or done, done anything with the Saints?
0: Drew Brees will announce his retirement after June 1st. If he announces his retirement after June first, the cap hit is only one point yeah. one two million dollars, which is okay. The, which yeah, is they the can designate anima. him. As, yeah, they can
1: designate him as a post June cut. He's already reduced his salary.
0: Right, so I think him reducing his salary and then you know mum is the word. Um, we'll have to see the next few moves from. New Orleans, if the next few moves are shedding players such as Emmanuel Sanders or Jared Cook, then it's safe to say, hey, Drew Brees is probably not coming back. But uh, New Orleans has got a lot of work to do. I've gone over scenarios in my head and thought of how I'd attack the situation and the best way to get under the cap. And it is going to be impressive if Mickey Loomis can pull this off. Um, One of my options was something that I don't want to do but would completely revamp that roster while still keeping them in contention for the playoffs this coming by season by Michael and that, Thomas and it was Michael Thomas getting traded yep yep dude has a ton of value but he you know he had to go to answer your question Sierra is from was born in Austin Texas
1: happy so, wife happy life
0: yep so you know He's, that's probably one of the reasons why he wanted to go there, obviously. And the, now I'm teching for Russell Wilson. Let's see. Where is he from? Cincinnati, I th- Ohio. I thought he's from so.
1: North Carolina. Oh, he's Cincinnati, from That was a swing and a miss.
0: Well, that's where he's born. It doesn't mean he couldn't have been raised in uh, North Car- yeah. North Cackalacky.
1: Yeah. I I don't – I. so I don't really see – like I don't see – if those are the four teams, I don't see Russell Wilson moving. You already mentioned – uh, the the Saints cap situation. I don't think they could bring on a guy like Russell Wilson unless Seattle's is willing to eat a large portion of his contract. So, I,
0: um, the thing about Russell Wilson that a lot of people are, are doing, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just wanted to get something out real quick, is Russell Wilson is sowing the seeds now for an exit next year. If... Seattle trades him now, they eat something like $38 million in dead cap with, it's like 13 this season and 26 the following, so it's unrealistic that he gets dealt now, but he'll probably play another season, nothing will change, and then when he requests a trade, everyone's going to be like, oh, well, it makes sense. <laughs> everyone's going to be pro Russell Wilson and then they're going to they and that'll change the narrative to kind of bash the Seahawks and be like we need a free Russ
1: unless he gets Earl Thompson or Earl Thomast
0: uh like gets hurt with his Yeah, team.
1: injured injured in his last uh well, <laughs> injured still, in his last
0: He's still under contract for I think 3 or 4 more years. The the crazy thing about Russell Wilson's contract is He's only getting paid something like twenty point nine million dollars, which in the quarter mark quarterback market is insane. I mean Teddy Bridgewater starts for you guys and I'm pretty sure he's making about twenty five million, no?
1: I didn't think so. I think he's making like sixteen.
0: Ooh, I doubt Teddy is under twenty. Teddy Bridgewater contract. Let's see what this buddy is getting paid.
1: I think Russell Wilson is a lot like Tom Brady, right he wants he doesn't want to make an obscene amount of money because he realizes that if he makes an obscene amount of money that takes away from other areas in the roster and he'd rather make 20 million dollars and then have you know more money to pay pay wide receivers yeah and pay so, defense:
0: So he signed a three- year 63 million dollar contract okay, so 21 million. Man, you yeah. guys could just swap for Russell right now. Tee it up.
1: Come back home, baby.
0: <laughs> Wolf Pack? <laughs>
1: Come back home, Russell. You know you want to. So,
0: I I love that the NFL is starting to become more, you know, proactive, more aggressive in these situations where they're, they're willing to be like, hey, we were wrong, let's move. And then they move on. Although you know some of the deals are pretty aggressive i think um
1: read jared goff
0: yeah read jared goff but you'll see eventually you'll start seeing some of these deals just starting to happen more regularly more on the deandre hopkins scale but appropriate appropriately valued not like a second round pick and an old ass quarterback so running back running back yeah he just got paid six mil for another year he Gotta keeps, love it, huh? Keeps falling up, dude.
1: Is David Johnson the Matt Flynn of running backs?
0: He's the Lane Kiffin of running backs.
1: <laughs> the Lane Kiffin of running backs. That's my. That might be the. That might be the biggest insult I think you've ever said.
0: <laughs> that is. That's pretty. I don't know. That Rutgers episode was pretty bad. Fuck you, Rutgers.
1: Oh yeah, Rutgers have a football yeah. team, and then we'll talk. Alright, so, you
0: want to move on to MLB news?
1: Well, no, nah, we already covered. We already covered the MLB news. I'm not. I'm not going to rant about the Rockies anymore. Um, we'll we'll move on to Champions League. So the Champions League recap. Obviously, the thing that we can say about it: Bayern, Chelsea, Man City, Real Madrid, all won. The thing that these four teams have in common in the second match day: they're all away teams. No home team won in the second week of the first round of the Champions League. Another fun fact, by the way, courtesy of your boy Jermaine, is that seven Americans played on the final 16 Champions League teams. That makes nine in the tournament. Nine American players. American-born players. I guess there are American National League players, too. That's how we should... U.S. men's national team players that play in the Champions League this year. Only 28 all time have ever played a minute in the champions league. Nine of them played this year. That's insane. If you want to, if you want to talk about the global expansion of soccer from the United States, we're eventually going to take over this market too.
0: Let's go, (laughs) dude. That's, that's 33%. Well, it's probably like 31 point, you know, semantics. That's what repeating. Of course. Yeah, thirty-one point semantics repeating. I just think it's, it's um, man, that is. I was pretty happy to see that, and like some of the kids were are playing big time key minutes for these teams, and they're. Very important pieces for these teams. I mean, Sergino Dest, the left back for Barcelona, got shredded by Mbappe in that four one loss. But he played against Mbappe in that four one loss. You know what I mean? Now but
1: he's still he's still an American and Mbappe is one of the best players in the world. So exactly. Give him a break.
0: Here's the thing, Mbappe shreds everyone. (laughs) It's not like That's very true. So but we had a nineteen year old kid guarding arguably the next guy in all of soccer you know so him and Rashford are the next guys right so he was guarding him now he knows what to work on he has that on film he gets to work on that and he gets to play against him again like that's unreal we have Weston and- McKinney playing for Juventus scoring goals we have um Tyler Adams playing for RB Leipzig you know the Zach boys-
1: Stefan playing for Man City
0: the goalkeeper for Man City. We have the boys playing for Dortmund. Giovanni Reyna and uh,
1: Pulisic God. isn't getting playing time, but he's at Chelsea. <laughs>
0: hey, he's in the Champions League. They ain't playing, Eric, yet, but he's there.
1: Eric, what do you what is Chelsea doing? Play Pulisic. He's one of your best players.
0: They're never gonna have a manager who will play Pulisic. I don't, I don't know why. Dude.
1: Unless they unless they hire Bob Bradley, Pulisic is not getting playing time.
0: <laughs> you know who would play him? Jurgen Klinsmann, bring back Jurgen,
1: dude. Bring back Jurgen, seriously. Foul Fal foul, foul fine, but bring back Klinsmann. If you want to win, put Jurgen in.
0: Yeah, without do so. When I was making notes on this about the matchups, like none of it was surprising on who won, but when I was looking at it, I I was like scrolling through the scores, you know, making notes, seeing who scored goals and stuff, and I was just like, Holy crap! All these away teams won, and it, you know what? The first thing that popped into my head is home crowd in soccer, and I was just like, "That is that is why the better team won." Because I guarantee you, if if we were playing, you know, pre-COVID soccer matches,
1: <laughs> you might have seen Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea may not beat Atletico in Atletico, nope, or in Madrid, I guess.
0: Yeah, they they probably wouldn't have pulled that. Let's see. Uh, Man City probably would have won. And Atlanta lost 1-0 to Madrid, but they were a 10-man team, and they lost 1-0. So that could have been a completely different game with fans. Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. But I, I love Champions League soccer, so I'm looking forward to more of it.
1: So I, we had a – really, I thought – I mean, I, it kind of seemed like for a while this weekend we were going to lose a – Uh, an icon of the sport by the by the first reports but tiger woods uh had a his rollover crash on saturday right uh suffered two leg fractures and a shattered ankle obviously it's not perceived to be life-threatening he was awake responsive recovering the jaws of life weren't used uh and he did not appear to be under the influence so I, i guess the car just the car just flipped over which is which is pretty unfortunate for Tiger Woods, but we wish we wished I. This is a this is a pro Tiger Woods podcast times one thousand million quadrillion billion. And this is so, this is
0: also a pro not wanting to see people die. You know, not the people who have yeah. family and yeah. You know, I don't like Greg Hardy, but if he was in an accident like this, I would be like, yo, I hope he doesn't die. I was, you know, just pretty I was pretty shocked by the reporting and I was just like, Well, there goes another one. Another huge star.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I think that, you know, it was pretty cool to see the golfers on uh Saturday move to uh wear red and honor some of Tiger Woods classic classic uniforms with like the with like the pinstriped. Um and the and the Sunday red, so that was that was pretty cool, and and to see how how a bunch of people did it, um, Tony 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 now literally looked like Tiger Woods with his. Uh,
0: is that the guy they had the side by side with the with the swing? Yeah, yeah, the red jersey. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I was just like, Ti- Tiger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
1: yeah, it's Tiger's son. It's,
0: Simba, is that but, you?
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, let's 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 hope Tiger can get back. I mean, I, this this basically I guess shuts down all rumors for him returning for the players or returning for uh any golf tournament anytime soon. It, it was already in doubt because he had the surgeries. But uh now it's now it's a little bit uh now it's a little bit or now it is almost impossible for him to come back for those tournaments. So so that'll be that's a little I don't uh, I don't think he, I don't think he makes it back. Yeah, I mean, there's there's that kind there. You know, there's that competitive spirit in everybody, right? That's why Brett Favre plays. That's why Tom Brady plays. That's why you know, and and golf seems to be a pretty simple game. I don't, you know, that's why guys. That's why guys. That's why guys can play until they're 80 years old. It seems to be a, a low impact game. But Tiger, his swing is just so. His swing mechanics are just so violent that. You know, he, he if you have a bad back and you have a bad knee, you, you probably can't play at that high level anymore. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes a couple of years off and maybe comes back for the senior tour, kind of like what Jack Nicklaus did.
0: Man, uh, Tiger on the senior tour? I bet you they get better ratings than the PGA Tour.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't surprise I'd, I'd watch Tiger on the senior tour. Yeah. Just carving, just carving old dudes up.
0: So speaking of people with tons of injuries who won't be playing, Hell of a segue, but Kevin Durant was named All-Star Captain for the NBA All-Star Game, obviously. That's why he's the All-Star Captain. But he will not be playing. He does, however, still remain the captain who drafts the team. Uh, Kevin Durant was replaced by DeMontis Sabonis, who Nick still doesn't believe is a real person. And not. Anthony Davis was replaced by Devin Booker himself. So... <laughs>
1: Uh before we move on to this is a really weird that was a really weird way to say it. Devin Booker himself, like an actor playing Devin Booker.
0: Did I say Devin Booker himself? Yeah. Alright. Bet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was like, all right, Jermaine, cool.
0: So fun fact one of the all-stars, uh Bradley Beal. Shut up, Bradley Beal, getting the all-star nod. He has lost eleven straight games when scoring forty or more points.
1: <laughs> like I mean he, so he did this recently a Sunday and I, and I was I, I just happened upon this broadcast and I was watching the the end of it and Bradley Bill got his 40th point and the announcers you know that they, they were down probably I think that the Wizards were down probably 10 at that point and the announcers of course in the way that they do and the hard-working interns that work for these these sports nets pulled up this gem of a stat and you could just hear the pain in the announcer's voice and you could just see it in Bradley Beal's face, like again, dog. Like what do I have, score eighty one? Like for us to win? You could probably score eighty one and they won't win.
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: Dude, it's so funny, like he needs he needs out.
0: He absolutely do does, dude. <laughs> it's it's so funny that you know, that they can pull up these stats when, when he he scores forty, they lose. Yeah, but if he doesn't score forty, they lose. So yeah, you know, is it really because he's scoring forty that they're losing, or is it because they're yeah, absolute it's, dog poo? There's no,
1: there's there's no, there's no uh, correlation, I guess.
0: Yeah, or uh, what is it? Correlation is not causation.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's yeah, it's correlation, not causation.
0: Yeah, like
1: come on, guys. Yeah. What are you guys- when he scores 40, they lose, but they don't lose because he's scoring 40. Maybe they do lose because he's scoring 40, because he's hogging the ball the whole time trying to get his 40 points.
0: Quit hogging I doubt that's all. the point. I, d- think the the- I think they lose because
1: the Washington Wizards are – I think they lose because the Wizards are boo-boo, but
0: <laughs> – Yeah, I mean, that's definitely what it is. That's, that's. It's not no, like – we yeah. think like no, that's 1,000 percent why like they are awful. like they're not a good team. yeah and somehow did you see and,
1: the uh, did you see the go ahead. did you see I, I was going to move on and say, did you see the report from from Kyrie Irving and Vanessa Bryant wanting to change the NBA logo to Kobe Bryant?
0: Yeah I, I mean, I'm not against it at all. I just what what always like like why was it because it was a race thing? That was my that yeah, was I, my question on it. I'm not against it. wasn't
1: Wasn't Jerry West one of the most like? Prog- isn't he like one of the most progressive owners that the NBA has ever had?
0: He's not an owner, but yeah, he's president, like CEO operations. Yeah, he
1: of the Lakers, yeah, right? I
0: mean, he's all for it. And Jerry West is on record multiple times in several different interviews that he says that Michael Jordan should be uh, the logo, and he was. And he was like, look, I'm a pretty hard judge of talent because uh, defense matters to me. And Mm -hmm. he goes, not only was Michael Jordan the best offensive player, he was also the best defensive player on the court. You know what I mean? He was the best two-way player is what Jerry West was saying. So that's why he thought Michael Jordan could be it. This was obviously before Kobe Bryant died. You know, I'm all for Kobe Bryant doing it. And this stemmed from, I believe, Kyrie saw a fan made Kobe Bryant logo that has, I believe, 3 million signatures on petition.org. So if you want Kobe Bryant to be the logo, go sign the petition. Uh, that's quite a bit of signatures. But, you know, I just didn't understand. Is it, is
1: it the same silhouette? Is it the same, like, Jerry West silhouette, or it's like a picture of Kobe Bryant?
0: It's like Kobe Bryant, uh, like, dribbling and. I don't know. He has a very distinct, like, kind of low, low gait when he's dribbling. Yeah, yeah. and So it's like yeah, an yeah. elbow out, dribbling the rock. Like he's about to use his arm to slap the defender away from him and blow by him. And it's kind of. But it's a
1: picture nice. of Kobe Bryant. It's not like the Jerry West silhouette.
0: No, it, yeah, it's a picture of Kobe Bryant on it. They they were probably making make it, it, the it a silhouette, yeah. obviously. And I'm sure that the fan who made it had multiple different options. Like he showed you the picture that he used and then turned it into a silhouette. So I'm all for it. Absolutely. I just uh was a little thrown that it was a race thing. But he doubled down and stuck to it and I was just like, Yo, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Like I you know, I thought it should be Kobe Bryant because Kobe Bryant's a terrific, terrific basketball player. He touched so, you know, <laughs> yeah. touched so many lives. He was a huge icon for the NBA itself. You know what I mean? Five time champion, most beloved, and you know, greatest Laker of all time. So, which is one of the most storied franchise ever. You know, those are some of the reasons I would have said, but. You know, I understood what Kyrie was coming from, and Kyrie was obviously very emotional because it was the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's funeral when he when he decided to make that news. And, you know, Kyrie is always such a hot button for the media where they just – Kyrie says anything, and the media is all over it. So, you know, I just I, – I, I would love to see Kobe Bryant as the logo. If they, do, if yeah. they don't change it, I'm not going to care. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I will yeah. not lose sleep over it. So <clears throat> anyways what
1: yeah I mean I yeah I, I I don't really okay I don't watch the NBA anyway until playoffs so yeah I, I mean when I watch th- change the logo change change the logo or not but
0: yeah when I watch the NBA Ky- I don't worry Kyrie's
1: still logo. crazy <laughs> Kyrie's still crazy I don't know
0: if crazy is all right I mean you can call him that He he hasn't done himself any favors but
1: He's Muy Loco. Did he say he does Did he say he doesn't believe in flat Earth anymore?
0: Yeah, he walked it back like five days after he said it.
1: Hilarious. Yeah.
0: He he said he was just joking. I you know, obviously I don't know the guy. He could have been just joking yeah. and he was a friend on a friend's podcast, and they very likely could have been drinking. He could have been having fun, you know what I mean? And he was just he was just Bsing yeah. about flat we've, Earth, you know, and people just—I
1: mean, we've never said anything ridiculous on this podcast, ex- so I don't yeah. really—I I don't really understand where he's coming. So
0: that's from. why I like—I take Kyrie at face value when he says his things. And if he said he yeah. was joking, I think he was joking. I think it's hysterical that people got so mad about him, like <laughs> about him dismissing the roundness of Earth. I was like, think of the children. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, nobody. Nobody's nobody's studying scientist Kyrie Irving, you know what I mean? He's not a scientist. Like, why you guys think of the children? Why are you guys so mad?
1: Yo, yeah, one kid's like, "Yo, Maha, I was going to go to school, but but Dr. Kyrie Irving says the earth is flat, so why do I need to
0: explain to me that, woman?"
1: Yes, yeah, riddle me that, riddle me this. Oh, dude, Doctor Kyrie, Doctor <laughs> Kyrie says the Earth is flat, so I don't need to go to school anymore. I'm just gonna hoop.
0: Oh man, <laughs> that's so funny, unreal, bro. That's funny.
1: Oh, well, this is actually I'm I'm gonna throw a le- I'm gonna throw a late uh, I'm gonna throw a late edit into the podcast here. Something that's not on the spreadsheet. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a cappella. Fuck a beat. I'm gonna go a cappella.
0: Uh oh.
1: The the renowned series of Last Chance You. Four seasons of Last Chance U was directed at football and community college. Two of it uh, at Eastern Mississippi Community College, one at uh, a school in Iowa, and then one at a school in Oakland. Right, that's where it ended. Uh, community college in Oakland, right? Renowned for you know it, taking these you know former Division One prospects that have screwed up and are now going back to community college to make a better life, hopefully get another Division One scholarship, and then go on to the NFL. Their most famous guy actually just won a Super Bowl, John Franklin III, with the uh, Buccaneers. You ask me, Nick, how much uh, Last Chance U have you watched since you know all this information? I've watched every single minute of every single episode. Uh, but Last Chance U is coming back now with a basketball-themed season so that'll be interesting uh the the group chat was alive and well last night with uh with clowning on the uh on the picture that last chance you released of this uh of this basketball so what, what do you think Gerard? i think the picture had
0: so much personality you could not help but yeah. meme it dude it was hysterical oh, knock. for sure dude the amount of personality yeah. is unreal um, I did not see the resemblance and, uh, the guy we were talking about, you kept calling him. It was Greg Oden.
1: It was <laughs> Greg Oden Jr. You kept
0: calling him Greg Oden Jr. And I kept looking at, I kept like zooming in on the face. I was like, I, I really just, I don't see it. I don't know why I just couldn't see it, but you know, Greg Oden Jr. is still a funny, <laughs> you could call anybody that. I'm going to laugh. Funny
1: cop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got a forehead the size of a, you know, a Manhattan si- skyscraper. So, yeah. So, so, they'll follow, they'll follow East Los Angeles, the, the East Los Angeles College Huskies uh, during their 2019-2020 season. So, if you want spoiler alerts, go look up how they finished. Uh, and it comes out March 10th.
0: You said 2019-2020 season? Yeah. Oh, wow. This, this is way behind. I mean, I'm saying yeah. it like 2020 the, wasn't that. <laughs>
1: the vid. Well, let's just forget about 2020. It wasn't that, it wasn't that far behind.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, if you're big fans of Last Chance U as Nick is, I didn't realize he was watching. I've seen 0 minutes, so I counterbalance you in this Last Chance U.
1: I've... It's it's just it's 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 so it's it's literally like guys soap opera. Yeah, it's like pro right? wrestling. It's like you like you kids don't know, like I like I, I don't know why I watched all of them, but it was literally like cuz I would beat my head against the table and be like, you kids don't know how good you have it. You are so talented at football that the only thing you have to do is just go to class the minimum amount.
0: Which is not much.
1: Like, just literally, like, don't punch girls in the face at Florida State. And then you won't get kicked out of Florida State. Seems pretty easy to me. How about how about not
0: just at Florida State? How about just in general? Well, th-
1: that was <laughs> that was a specific example for last chance. You, but yes, don't punch girls in the face. Don't sexually assault girls. Don't not go to class.
0: Yeah, don't act like, I mean, like a jackass. I, that's that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It seems it seems pretty simple to me. Yeah, but. I, I don't know. It, it's it's such an I, I know that basketball. I'm probably gonna watch it, but basketball is gonna be even that much more frustrating because basketball is. I, I would say basketball is full of bigger egos than football. Also, and more more flamboyant personalities.
0: I feel like the individual has more control in his success in basketball.
1: True. True. So
0: the fact that these kids are shooting themselves in the foot, you're you're gonna see some kids who are probably actually really really good and yeah you know because of that it's going to be even more frustrating because you understand that you don't ha- like you can be bradley beal on a super bad team bro like yeah it's a real thing you can do that as long as you just don't be a jackass like it's a very simple concept right
1: yeah just don't be just don't be a whiny bitch who thinks the world is against him yeah, because you've been given a you've been given a God given talent, an ungodly talent to play a game, and you're throwing it away because you want to party, drink, not go to class, everything like that. Coming from a guy who literally partied and drank and threw most of it away, so that's probably you know that's probably why I bash my it's probably why I bash my head against the the wall. Yeah, watching but you're show.
0: speaking from experience though, right? So yeah you know the only way we learn is from experience so you know I, anyways i think we spent enough time on last True. chance you
1: yeah so, let's 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 draft these let's draft these rosters
0: absolutely all right so um we didn't decide how we're gonna go first did we
1: <laughs> no we got we got to uh do you have a co- hey, I'm you think, coin i'm thinking coin i'm thinking of a number i'm thinking of a number between one and ten if you get it then you go first
0: That's terrible odds. (laughs) 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 Uh, Oh, I I got
1: got one here. I got one. I got one here. All right the the USN. What do you want, skull or USN?
0: I'll take skull.
1: Okay. Your first.
0: Yeah. Let's go.
1: By the way, you folks heard that right. I did just throw the the coin up in the air and try to catch it and basically fumbled it uh, Nelson Aguilar style.
0: Wow, that was a pointed jab. (laughs) Jackpot. (laughs) Hey, welcome to the no-hands team. (laughs) All right, so how do you – I should have asked this beforehand, but how do you want to do this? You want to do starters, we pick starters, and then we move into reserves, or is everyone fair game?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'd, I'd say everybody's fair game.
0: Everybody's fair game for the first pick.
1: Every, everybody's fair game for first pick.
0: Okay, oof, this is tough. And I don't have KD, and you have LeBron. Mm. <laughs> first pick. God dang, dude! I really should have looked at this more thoroughly. I'm gonna go with James. <laughs> I'm gonna go with James Harden with my first pick.
1: Well, I mean, you know who I'm picking then. Who? Steph Curry.
0: Steph Curry. All right. All right, I'm going to take um ooh, There's so many good players to pick. It's wild how how talented this All-Star roster is. I'm going to go with um I'm going to go with Bradley Beal.
1: Wait, I who did I get? I got I got Team LeBron, yeah, right? Yeah, Team LeBron. Okay. ooh Bradley Beal's a good pick. Uh, I'll take Ch- Jokic.
0: Nikola Jokic. All right. I'll take Joel Embiid.
1: Hmm. Has Giannis been drafted already? No. I'll take Giannis.
0: Ooh, did I spell that right? <laughs> Ooh, that's a million dollar question. All right. I'm going to take. Oh, man. There is a, a plethora of talent out here. Indeed. I'm gonna go ahead and take someone from the east. I'm gonna take Luka Doncic.
1: That's a good pick. For someone from the east. Luka Doncic is not from the east. I meant someone. You mean I meant, like from Eastern Europe? I
0: meant East Block, bro. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, good. You got Luka Doncic. I got Zach Levine.
0: Oh, I hate you so much, dude. That's <laughs> purpose, bro. That's fucking no, dog. Spiteful. I
1: need a fucking. I need a. I need a big guard that can shoot from anywhere. That's
0: spiteful, bro. You got Paul George and Kawhi and Damian Lillard out there, bro. What are you doing?
1: No, dude. I need a. I need a guy like I need a. I need an upstart guy. Guy with a chip on his shoulder.
0: You're a fucking dick, bro. You did that on purpose. <laughs> I'm taking Damian Lillard.
1: I'll take Kawhi. All right,
0: I'm taking. <clears throat> I love like the names that are falling on this list. People are probably like, what are they doing? I'm gonna Yeah, what I'm gonna take Zion Williams I just soon. I just
1: I just I just want some Jesus Christ. They're like, oh, Jesus! I just want somebody to listen to this book. There's so many good people available. <laughs> They're all stars for a reason, guys. Yeah. Uh I'll take Kyrie.
0: <laughs> you just bashed him. <laughs> oh, that's so great. All right, you got Kyrie. I'm going to take uh, – Well,
1: yeah, I'm going to bash him, but I'm going to put him on my team.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's still a terrific ball player. Let's, not be, let's yeah. not be crazy here.
1: Listen, when did I when did I let personal feelings get in the way of professional victory?
0: <laughs> I'm going to take Julius Randle.
1: Yeah, give me Paul George.
0: Oh, yeah, let me just uh, – yeah, I'll take Paul George. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, you know <laughs> – Yo, yo, Paul George is sitting on the bench for me just because I can. <laughs> just ride it. Just to teach him a lesson. Ride it, bench boy. <laughs> <laughs> just give me my towel boy. Uh, Paul George for towel boy. I'm
0: going to take Devin Booker. Oh,
1: that's a good pick. I really need smart, heady players on this team. All right, so Chris I'm Paul. picking Chris Paul.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I don't want any of these players. This
1: team in 2017 is the greatest team ever assembled. (laughs) 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 Oh, man.
0: I literally am. I'm just picking players who I think are actually going to try their hardest in this game you know what I mean like I'm not picking yeah. who I think is better or who yeah. I would want yeah, that's I-
1: why that's why that's why you're pissed at that Zach Levine pick because it's actually a sneaky good pick Because Zach
0: Levine's gonna hoop in this game bro <laughs> that's why I'm so mad
1: oh man it's like it's like my idiot buddies who used to draft Cam Newton in like the third round just to like <laughs> so I couldn't get him
0: well yeah that's that's dumb though
1: it's like good for you guys you got him
0: I don't want any of these last players dude like you can have them all. I'll just take who I got. I'm <laughs> just kidding.
1: Nah, I don't want them either. I'll take. Uh...
0: <laughs> I'll take. Um... God, I don't want any of them. Who do I want?
1: Dog, you need a proven three shooter. And Ben Simmons is still on the board.
0: Uh, I should take Ben Simmons. Huh. <laughs> I'm gonna take. Um...
1: Donovan Mitchell still on the board, dog.
0: I know. I just don't. Look, I don't like Donovan Mitchell, bro.
1: You don't like the Jazz. You're very, you're very low on the Jazz. I
0: am, dude. I'm gonna take uh, Donovan Mitchell.
1: <laughs> I'll take uh, Rudy Gobert, Mister COVID himself.
0: <laughs> Patient zero.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: All right, I'll take. Um, I'll take Ben Simmons, I guess.
1: Dude, I'm gonna take the fucking NBA 2K created player. What's his name? Nikola Vucevic. V- 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 v-
0: yeah, Nikola Vucevic.
1: Yeah, that guy. That guy's a tryhard.
0: Yeah. Or well, they,
1: well, there you have it, Jermaine. Would you like to? Would you like to read off the? Uh... Well,
0: we're not done. There's still, um, DeMontis Sabonis, and there should be. It's uh, Jalen Brown.
1: Oh, no, I didn't want I didn't want Nicola, I wanted DeMontis nah, Sabonis. I'm
0: sorry, you drafted Nikola Vucevic.
1: Mm, that sucks.
0: Yeah, that's what you get, bro. That's what you get for not thinking DeMontis exists.
1: Well, I don't think he exists. I still am, I'm still convinced that he's just a 2K created player.
0: <laughs> and for that, I'm going to take DeMontis Sabonis <laughs> just cuz you want him. <laughs> I, we could work out a trade uh, for Zach Levine.
1: Who's left? No, I won't be doing that. I'll t- I'll take no, I'm not doing that.
0: Jalen Brown, come on, on-air trade, bro.
1: I'll take Jalen Brown. No, I'm not. I'm sticking Zach. Zach Levine is my star.
0: Zach Levine is your star on a team with LeBron.
1: Star, star.
0: All right, I just picked the people who I think is star the power. Tryhard. That's why I got Julius Randle and Zion Williams. I have
1: Le- I have LeBron, the ultimate tryhard.
0: No, LeBron doesn't care about the All Star Game.
1: Oh, that's right. He doesn't even want to be there. He
0: doesn't even want to be there, bro.
1: Is that what you gave me, Team LeBron?
0: No, I just wanted Durant. And then Durant's not even playing, so I got Tatum because of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, by the way. So, that's it, huh? By the way. Yeah, that's it. Uh, let's let's work out a trade for Zach Levine. Who do you want?
1: Uh, I don't want anybody.
0: I'll trade you Damian Lillard.
1: I'll take. <laughs> no, I don't want anybody.
0: Come on, let's work out. I a think
1: trade. you want that. I think you want Zach Levine that bad that you're just going to trade anybody for him.
0: I'll trade anybody for Zach Levine. Yeah, he's my guy. I was going to take draft James
1: him. Harden. I'll take James Harden and Damian Lillard.
0: <laughs> what kind of absurdity, bro? <laughs> Come on, I'll trade you Jason Tatum for Zach Levine.
1: No, I'll, absolutely not. I'll trade
0: you my captain for Zach Levine.
1: No, why not? I don't want to give him up. He's my blue chip. He's my five star. He's not your five star. You're just a shady he customer. He is. You 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 are trying to convince me that Zach Levine is not going to ball out in his first all star game. He's
0: a bull. That's the only reason why I want him. Zach Levine is not gonna ball out.
1: <laughs> I know. Out. <laughs> He's gonna ball out so bad.
0: Nah, dude, Julius Randle is the guy you want in this game. Julius Randle has one mode
1: and it's one hundred. And, and and Zion. I think I think I think you have a good team. And Devin Booker. I think you have a good motivated team looking at it. Alright, let's let's go over it. So so my team, Steph Curry, Nikolai Jochich. Hold on, you gotta start uh, with LeBron. Oh yeah, Le- I, my team, team LeBron. <laughs> team LeBron right? Lebanon Lebanon Dames getting ducats. Uh, so LeBron James, Steph Curry, Nikolai Jokic. Yanis Atutokimpo, Zach Levine, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, Paul George, Chris Paul, Rudy Gobert, uh, Nikola, how do you say his last name? Vucevic, Vucevic and Jalen Brown. Jermaine's team, team Kevin Durant slash Jason Tatum, uh, James Harden, Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, Luka Doncic. Damian Lillard, Zion Williamson, Julius Randle, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Ben Simmons, and DeMontis Sabonis, who's not a real person and will get Jermaine Zero points because he doesn't exist outside the virtual realm.
0: Fake. He's fake.
1: I didn't I didn't know that they were that they were allowing esports in this year's All Star Game.
0: <laughs> That's how they did the Pro Bowl in the NFL.
1: That was so stupid.
0: Did you watch it? I didn't watch it.
1: I watched clips of it and it was just awful. They had they had Keyshawn Johnson who pitched the ball back into the end zone. Oh
0: wow! That's-
1: Literally didn't know how to play Keyshawn Madden, so Johnson's he pitched the ball not back.
0: Active? Why is Keyshawn Johnson at this Pro Bowl? He's the only one who they could get.
1: I think it would have been really awesome to have them have each player yes! play their own character.
0: Yes, that's what I thought it was.
1: No, but the NFL blew another opportunity. What is this, the MLB?
0: The No Fun League is what it is, dude.
1: That's what it is. All right, so
0: I hope you're ready to hand over 100 bucks because you're going to take a big fat L at this All-Star game, which should not be it's happening. Just pizza money. But just uh, We're moving on. Russell Westbrook's opening a school in L.A. I just want to touch on this for middle and high school kids, and he's calling it Why Not. I feel like the name itself is just another flex on the fact that he's opening a school. So shout, <laughs> shout out Russell Westbrook for opening a school. I'll trade you Russell Westbrook for Zach Levine.
1: Notice how notice how nobody drafted Russell Westbrook? It's because he's not going to the All Star game. It's because he was <laughs> And for- not dying of COVID. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, so let's I mean, that's it for today's edition of the pod, right?
1: Uh no. We have the new we have our new segment, the standing ovation. Would you like to take the people through what what this is?
0: Yeah, so I felt like we're probably mostly negative on this podcast because we're always upset at somebody. Nick's always ranting at the MLB. The Houston Texans are a team. Uh, Rob Manfred is a commissioner. <laughs> you know? And
1: a supervillain, apparently.
0: <laughs> and a fucking master of a mafia is what he is. You know, and uh, so we're constantly fighting and cutting people. There's probably a lot of negative energy, right? I think the Twitter trolls will call it toxic masculinity so we're gonna go ahead and call this segment the standing o and we're gonna highlight you know one to three awesome things that we saw in that week in sports right and so do you want the first one since that's that's more your field
1: yeah so the baltimore orioles trey mancini missed last year because of colon cancer uh obviously great uh Great return from colon cancer during spring training this year. Got a standing ovation from Orioles fans in Florida, so that was pretty cool. Said so he teared up. So that's a, that's that's our first uh, that's our first standing O. And I can't possibly touch this next one because go pack.
0: <laughs> yeah, I figured. I actually the fact that Trey Mancini got a standing O is the reason why I called this segment the Standing O. So
1: yeah. well, you're just a professional podcaster dude, too. So
0: you know, I'm just a content creator. No big deal. So, four uh, coaches in NCAA history have hit the 900 win mark. Will you uh, look up the other three for me? I'm yeah. wagering it's Coach K, John Wooden, and uh, ooh, fourth one's drawing a blank. Anyways, uh, maybe Bob Bobby Bob Knight. Knight. Yeah. So four, right? And one just recently joined it, and he's the young. He's the fastest ever to 900 wins. And he is Coach Roy Williams of the United North Carolina Tar Heels.
1: United North Carolina Tar Heels. <laughs> United, United Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, he's actually the fifth guy.
0: Okay. So is one coach not D1? Coach K. Is one coach not D1? Uh,
1: that's a good question. Anyways,
0: go ahead. Name the, name the guys. Uh,
1: hold on. Keep talking. Keep talking about Roy Williams. Okay,
0: Well, Roy Williams. So... He actually – North Carolina has been on the bubble watch, and it was – you know, a lot of people think that North Carolina, Duke, and Kentucky aren't going to make the NCAA tournament this year. But North Carolina has recently picked up its play, and they were playing the number one team overall in the ACC. So it's they definitely bolstered their resume. And they came back from – I want to say it was like like 14 down in the second to win this game. 78-71, I think, was the final score. And they upset the number 11 seed for him to get his 900 win in fashion.
1: So, Coach K, number one. Obviously, his career through Army and Duke, he has 1,168 wins. Jim Boheim. Oh, Boheim. Uh, with Syracuse from 1976 to present, has 978 wins. Uh, Jim Calhoun is the other one. Oh, University Coached at Northeastern, Connecticut, and uh, St. John's. Or say, Joseph. Yeah. Uh, He has 915. Bob Knight has 902. Obviously, coached with Army, Indiana, and uh, Texas Tech. Roy Williams, of course, with Kansas and North Carolina. And then, do you know who the next coach is that could get it, even this season?
0: Men's coach?
1: Men's coach, yep.
0: Jim Calipari? Or John Calipari?
1: Nope. Nope. John Calipari is... Jesus Christ! Not even on oh, the list. Oh, Tom fifty uh, fourth. Tom Izzo. Nope, nope. Tom Izzo is.
0: Okay, I'm not gonna get it.
1: Actually, I don't know. Where, I, I don't see. It's Bob Huggins.
0: Bob Huggins with West Virginia,
1: the Virginia coach. Oh yeah, the West Virginia coach. Yep, he has 898 wins.
0: Holy cow! <laughs> like, so and I. So there did, you go. Did they beat Baylor today?
1: Uh, that's a great question. But he is he is the uh closest right now to Oh, they lost. Uh no, they lost. Yeah. Um he is two wins away from hitting the 900 plateau. Yeah, so, so I must have i definitely
0: had my stat wrong, so he was not the fourth coach to hit that.
1: Well, that's all right. Everybody gets everybody gets something wrong every now and then.
0: I just, uh, maybe, I'm just thinking like maybe one of those coaches got wins not at a D1 school, but it doesn't really matter.
1: Well, my my only thought was Jim Calhoun. Northeastern is was not a D1 school.
0: Okay, so maybe that's why I said that. Hey. Or
1: St. Joseph's is not a D1 school. Whatever.
0: Anyways, this is semantics. We'll move on to the final part of standing O before we get into find him and cut him and trivia. And so the, the final part of standing O is Buddy Hield was the fastest player in NBA history to hit 1000 three-pointers made. And he did that in 350 games. And this is in spite of the Sacramento Kings never wanting to play this man. They just sit him on the bench and he's still be like, "Nah, dude, I'm still going to break the record." <laughs> so
1: bad on the- I didn't think he's that good. Does he just not get played? Is that why?
0: He Okay, so the Sacramento Kings are awful. Like there's no if, and what's about it. They're just and then they're run terribly, and for some reason they paid Buddy Hild twenty two million a year, twenty three right now, I think he's making. And they sit him on the bench and they don't play him. So he's constantly at odds with the coaches for some reason, and he's publicly asked he's been like, yo, if you're not gonna play me, trade me. And he's not the there's two Kings players that have they have said that. So him and Marvin Bagley the third, but he didn't say it. His father said it. Marvin Bagley the second. Mm. But it's the Sacramento Kings. They just, I, for some reason, I, they don't know what they're doing. And as evidenced, as a guy in 350 games breaks the record for a thousand threes and doesn't even play, <laughs> and,
1: you're, and you're not playing. It's it.
0: unreal. So we'll move on to find him and cut him. <laughs> right, dude. Classic Sacramento. It, it just just never ceases to amaze me, but we'll move on to find a Good job, Cullen. Sacramento. Um, <clears throat> this week, you know, I'm glad this this popped up in yesterday and today because it was perfect for the segment because we didn't really have much else. But Ann Herbert, the executive vice president and general manager of Nike's North American region, has resigned. amid is
1: that a big region?
0: I mean, we had this topic of discussion offline. I don't know how they break up their regions, but I'd wager it's probably the biggest. Because disposable income and Jordans out here are crazy. So, yeah. So, Ann Herbert stepped away amidst a growing scandal in the sneaker resale market. So, Let me make sure I get this company correct. West Coast Streetwear is actually run by her son, John. No, sorry, Joe. Who's 19, by the way. Run by her son, Joe. And he's 19. Wow. Yeah kudos to him for starting his own business. You know, that's shady as it was, but so,
1: he, well, it's pretty easy when you're, when you're, when your mom's the vice president of the North American brand of the, one of the largest sneaker yeah, companies
0: And in the world. It's pretty easy when you're using her American express corporate card, which has no spending limit and you can purchase whatever the hell you want, including over six figure bulk purchases of sneakers to resale. Now, some of you at home might be like, well, it's just her son doing this. Well, yeah, but there's a definite conflict of interest here and he's using his mother's money. So, (laughs) okay. And in the press release that Nike put together when she was promoted to the general manager, right? So she was promoted in 2018. She had been with the company for 25 years. She worked hard and probably most likely deserved this promotion. I wasn't there. So I can either say confirm or deny, but she got the promotion and, the press release really stated she would be instrumental in accelerating our consumer direct offense. <laughs> the Nike, it's it's in quotations, the Nike initiative that helped fuel the sneaker resale boom. So, for all of those people at home who have the sneakers app or whatever app you use to buy your uh, grail of choice for the year, or... The week because you know that's how sneakerheads operate. um And you couldn't get your Kobe Proto 5 big stage, and then you see it on eBay for a thousand dollar listings, seven hundred fifty dollar listings, eight hundred fifty dollar listings, and you still had to pay tax <laughs> like, and you still had to pay shipping. Yeah, you can thank Ann Herbert for that, and you can thank her son who's using her money and her corporate card to front the purchases before he pays the card off with whatever he makes on the sale. So, yeah, there's definitely a conflict of interest there, and she has now stepped down, even though the Nike spokesperson said that she disclosed this information in 2018, and they also specified she was not fired. She chose to step down. So, <laughs> there's multi, multi-part multi finding cuts here. You got Joe Herbert, right? Founder of West Coast Streetwear. Uh, shout out 19-year-old Ambition. It's pretty easy when you have money, though. Uh, sh- and Herbert, you're going down, too, because uh, you're the adult in the room, and how did you not think this was a bad idea? Unreal. And Nike. <laughs> Nike, what are you doing? you're encouraging this behavior, this resale behavior on top of that. Are you kidding me? That's probably the most, actually I'm not shocked about Nike though. I mean, they have little kids making their shoes, right? Shout out LeBron James. Um, yeah. Yeah. So
1: hashtag, hashtag $300 shoes for five cents in China.
0: Unreal. So I guess, you know, Nike has a pretty similar track record for this. So I shouldn't have been shocked. Um, the three of you, You've been fined and you've been cut. You have anything to add to that?
1: Yeah, bums. No, you said it perfectly.
0: All right, and so we'll move on to this week's trivia question. So at the beginning of the show, we asked you, who has the most NBA All-Star selections all time? And the answer is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with 19. Number two is Kobe Bryant with 18. And number three was, is... LeBron James was seventeen. You know what the most shocking thing is? Well, probably not the most shocking, but number four is actually Dr. J was sixteen. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. But
1: back then, like all, but back then, like you know, writers took their job very seriously, and all-star games mattered.
0: Well, yeah, so that's even more. It wasn't
1: just. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh. It wasn't just like now, where it's, where social media is like, "Let's vote this guy in, yay!" <laughs>
0: you get a pat on the back, and you get a pat on the back.
1: Yeah, that's
0: right. I used to think I was pro fan vote, but I'm not anymore.
1: No. Yeah, you're pro fan vote because you don't come from a huge media market. Like you never lived in a huge media market when you realize that huge media markets drive these things like the fan votes or like you know the the last man in votes you're kind of like what's the point like the Dodgers already have four guys in the all-star game why do they need a fifth and they get a fifth because 8 million people live in Los Angeles area
0: ugh Los Angeles is a terrible city yeah god it's not even really that fun to visit
1: I've only been to the airport
0: like New York is fun to visit but Los Angeles is not but, you know, that's a <laughs> topic for another podcast. There you go.
1: You're finding cut, Los Angeles.
0: <laughs> topic for another podcast.
1: Yeah. So we'll wrap it up uh, today. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Remember to uh, go on our socials uh, at Podcast Room 303, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, and, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, text either of us. Tell us, DM us, tell us what you think. Remember to like, subscribe, download, all that stuff.